0: Warning. Some things you hear in this episode may be uncomfortable and triggering. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Zero.
0: It's a simple mission. Three. You know why we chose you. C. Si. You blend in and you infiltrate. C.
1: Si. And if you're discovered? C. Si.
0: Don't come back. Understood?
1: Understood.
0: Hello and welcome! To episode two of season three of Cold Case Chase, a show where I recount unsolved mysteries to my co-host, Shane. Say hi, Shane.
1: Hi, Shane.
0: Hi, Shane. This week we're gonna be talking about the identity of the Eastall woman. A mysterious body found in Norway that hides too many secrets to count. You ready? I'm ready. Alright, then let's uh, let's dive right in.
1: Alright, let's find out the secrets The secrets oh, secrets. secrets She's got a secret secrets. she's been hiding under her skin
0: You think her name's Victoria?
1: Hmm <laughs> I don't know We'll find out Stay tuned and find out
0: <laughs> Stay tuned to find out What lingerie she was wearing <laughs> Keeping all the pervs on
1: Hmm Why do you think I come back every episode?
0: (laughs) In the East Ellen Valley in Norway, in 1970, a family was on a hike when they discovered the body of a woman on the ground. The body was badly burned on the front side, and her arms were reached out in a defensive position towards the sky, which is very common in burned bodies. Responding officers could not find out how long she had been there, or when she had passed. However, they were able to put a description together of the woman. The East woman was 5'4", and believed to be 25 to 30 years of age. And that's it. (laughs) What
1: color was her hair?
0: Uh, they couldn't tell because most of it had burned off. <sighs> They're not very good detectives. No, not very good at all. <sighs> One of the first people on the scene was Karl Oss. This is going to be a lot of Scandinavian names that I'm going to mispronounce.
1: So... I don't like it. We, yeah. can, we, can, uh, we can talk like Swedes the rest of the time. Yeah,
0: Talk like Swedes. It's going to be Karl Halverass. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to bleep that? Do I have to bleep that? Maybe. We'll think about it. Mr. Oz had this to say about the scene. The first thing we all noticed was the scent of
1: burnt flesh.
0: Other items found near the scene would include rubber boots, nylon stockings, a broken umbrella, jewelry, a watch, and a few glass bottles. Strangely enough, the jewelry was not found on the body, but neatly next to it. All labels had also been rubbed off of her clothes, and even the bottles. When the case hit the media, the woman, who was still unidentified, would go on to become
1: known as the Eastall Woman. So, So, somebody tried robbing her and then decided they didn't want any of her stuff? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they were just like,
0: ah! It's like, um, oh, what is the grown-ups, like in Grown Ups when, um... The kid was like, I'll have Voss water. And the guy's like, you can have tap. <laughs> it's like, we don't want your fancy water around here. Uh, yeah. Tell that kid we're going to get him his boss water. <laughs> I miss that movie, man. Much simpler time. Much simpler time. <laughs> when an autopsy was performed, it was found that the Eastall woman had taken around 50 to 70 sleeping pills before she had died. However... This was not the cause of her death. It was also noted that she was still alive when she was lit on fire, but that also was not the cause of death. There was a large bruise on the side of her neck which is common in large falls, or it could have been from a blow to the neck, but that also was ruled out as the cause of death. The cause of death was carbon monoxide inhalation from the smoke that she was inhaling while being lit on fire.
1: Oh my gosh! Yeah, which is this? Yeah, that's sounds like uh, quite the end to this poor woman. <laughs> oh yeah, she just wanted to sleep, and somebody put her on fire.
0: <laughs> I know, man. She was out in the middle of like Death Valley, basically, and she's just like on fire. Fifty
1: but to seventy sleeping to pills.
0: Yeah, like how how many sleeping pills come in like one bottle? Do you think? Probably like okay. what? 30 i have 30, no idea like, yeah. yeah yeah maybe i would assume like around 30 so that means like there were probably like two two bottles two bottles of sleeping pills involved in that
1: she just shoot them and chase them with water <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> new fun game for all the alcoholics and pill pushers out there <laughs> please don't do that raving lunatic media does not uh endorse doing that <laughs> Yes. Did I say it quick enough? Yeah, I think I said it quick enough. Yeah. Um So this roller coaster of an autopsy was finalized with a ruling of accidental death or suicide. Mm.
1: How can you be I feel like taking fifty to seventy sleeping pills does not fall <laughs> under the category of accidental suicide. I mean Yeah.
0: <laughs> just like Oh no, I lit myself on fire and also (laughs) ingested a whole bunch of sleeping pills and also got a hit to the neck (laughs)
1: and and inhaled all this smoke. Oh no! (laughs) I still... Okay, I am. But yeah, it's absolutely astounding that... It's absolutely astounding that, that, that it was ruled a accidental death. Um, but let's, let's
0: continue. I can't even (laughs) think right now, man. I had like this big bravado speech coming on and then I was like, nah. (laughs) The first big lead in the case came three days after the body was found. Two suitcases at the Bergen train station in Norway were found and taken in as evidence. The contents of the suitcase are as follows. Several wigs, clothes, money from different countries, a comb and a brush, a plastic bag without the label removed, makeup with the labels removed, eczema cream with the label rubbed off, as well as a pair of glasses with a fingerprint on them. This fingerprint, when tested, was a match to the Eastall woman, meaning that all the belongings in the suitcase belonged to her.
1: So did she have, like, did she just have some sort of, like, OCD where she just had to, like, rub, rub the labels off of things? Or just, I guess well, maybe we'll get into that later, but that's just where I'm mm-hmm. at right now. <laughs> That's where you're at right now. You'll you'll start
0: you'll start piecing it together a little bit. I, I would I would definitely say try to focus on some of the other things that were found okay. in the bag that might seem a little suspicious. All right, all right. Let's... This means that all of the belongings in the suitcase belong to the Eastall woman, including the strangest item in the luggage, a notebook with a mysterious code in it. Police were at first unable to correct the code but that will be touched on in a later clue. The suitcase became a treasure trove of clues and possible leads. However, the most useful one was the plastic bag without the label removed. This plastic bag was from a shoe store in Stottbanger, Norway. When visited and questioned, Rolf Rordvedt, the owner's son, would have to say the following. I sold a pair of blue celebrity boots a few weeks ago to a woman. These boots would match the ones at the scene. He would go on to give a description of the woman. She was dressed nicely, uh, average height, dark brown eyes, and a round face uh, with long dark hair. She also had an odd smell.
1: Hmm. Odd as in years.
0: Odd as in, years later... No. Rolf would realize that the smell was garlic. Oh. So she's not a vampire. Nope. Clearly not. Okay. Well, that rules out one possibility. (laughs) Ruling out the (laughs) vampirism. Slowly letting Shane down in this episode. (laughs) With this description, police would follow a lead to a nearby hotel in Stuttbanger. Police would find that the Eastall woman did stay there under the name Fenella Lorch. However, this name would not show up again when police checked hotels back in Bergen. This will finally bring us back to the most interesting part of the case, the code. Using handwriting analysis from the code and matching it to the hotel check-in papers, people were able to find out that Fenella Lorch was not the only identity of the Eastall woman. At least eight different names were found, which means that the Eastall woman had at least eight different passports. Now let's examine the code a little more. It was determined that the code related to where the woman was staying and the dates that she had stayed there. 028P. This one would relate to her stay in Paris from the 22nd to the 28th of the month. 029S. This one relates to her time spent in Stuttvanger on the 29th.
1: 030BN5.
0: This one relates to her stay in Bergen on the 30th. However, there was one code on the paper that could not be cracked.
1: N six seven eight D N eight D O S.
0: I'll read it again for you, Shane, because okay. I kind of want you to just start randomly putting out things out there because I have a small theory for this. Okay. for this this code. This Ready? is blowing my mind so, because
1: I, it doesn't make any sense, but it's so crazy. Okay, yeah, let's
0: hear so it. So here's the here's the code:
1: N six seven eight space t space n 8 t lowercase o capital s is that oslo at the end there um n 8 t o s n 8 T 8 so i don't know so here's my theory so N
0: six seven and eight. So, uh, N six seven and eight. I think the N stands for Norway, and mm-hmm. she stayed in Norway from six uh, from the sixth to the eighth. So six seven and eight mm-hmm. in the Norway. In Norway, the T. I'm not one hundred percent sure. I think it means train. I think it
1: could mean train. Okay. She, take, she took a train to Sweden on the eighth. So.
0: N-8-T-O-S. So Norway on the 8th to Sweden. So on the 8th, she's supposed to catch a train to Sweden. Because the T-O-S, it goes capital T, lowercase O, capital S. So the word two is in there. Mm-hmm. So she's clearly traveling, or it's just me making up things, connecting random dots. But that's right. what I think it is. F- FBI or Norway Police Academy do with that, what you must.
1: <laughs> this is so crazy.:
0: Yep, where, where, where's your mind going right now?
1: I kind of genuinely want to know.: All over the place, because at this point, we still don't really have any suspects, like, what the heck's going on? Like, like <laughs> <laughs> and what, what year was this? I don't remember. This was
0: in
1: 1970. Okay. So she goes from Paris. To, Cold War era. She goes from Paris to Bergen? Or is Bergen the third one she goes to? Paris to Stetvanger to Bergen. Just using different names. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have any, like, excess amount of money in her, on her possession or in the bag that they found. She had she had money from several different oh, places. That's right. but that's right. But it didn't say it was an excess. God, is she just like a like an agent that got caught up i mean I that's will find out yeah that's 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 that made me, that's 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 where i'm at now <laughs> that's where you're at okay let's uh let's hop over to
0: the final clue i think you'll find this one amusing now let's hop on over to our final clue the woman's teeth and tissue new recent discoveries by dr jizzle bang a dentist researcher <laughs> yep i i knew that was gonna happen <laughs> uh, anyway what was the that's what was real, the one lat yeah it's not around it it, it it is a real name <laughs> um <laughs> what was the one last season that made us giggle a whole lot um it was the maid from uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gosh what was it uh it was very funny I'll insert it somewhere yes. I'll insert it somewhere Insert joke um, here <laughs> Insert joke here However This was not the only strange habit that Owen had The maid Mary Soapdick
1: Would be <laughs> I didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck on Roland Towen.
0: So recent discoveries by Dr. Giselle Bang, a dentist researcher, may be able to help identify where the woman was from. He posited that the odd golden crowns on the teeth meant that she is most likely from South or Central Europe. On the verge of a scientific breakthrough, Dr. Bang unfortunately passed away. To add insult into this tragic death, the Eastall woman's teeth were thrown away because they had a quote-unquote Foul odor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh That garlic really caught up with her. Yes. You know, <laughs> that reminds me of... Gosh. Was that H.H. H. Holmes? No. There was one that I covered, I think, in season one, where somebody just threw the bones away, because... Or no, that... That was you. You covered it was the Amelia Earhart episode when they just threw the bones yep. away. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That is. Oh, we don't need these man. anymore. What's that? What's that
0: uh, meme from Phineas and Ferb? Uh, man, if I had a nickel for every time that a pair of bones was thrown away because it had an odd smell, <sighs> I'd have two nickels. But that's way more than it should be. <laughs> However, that's not where the story ends. The teeth mysteriously reappeared at Halkland Hospital Warehouse, along with several tissue samples that included her heart, lungs, and her spleen. The teeth were given an isotope test to find out where the Eastall woman had grown up, and it was found out that she likely grew up near the France and Germany border. Now, let's gather some more eyewitness testimony before we start speculating who, or what the Eastall woman is. Hotel staff would often say that the Eastall woman would switch rooms. She spoke in a multitude of languages, put chairs outside of her room when she occupied them, and was also described as very well-dressed. So, she... She's an odd person. Mm -hmm. She'll catch your eye. She's not doing a very good job at hiding, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. So, getting, getting into that, let's, uh, let's talk some theories. Oh, great. Hold on. I gotta punch an ant. Punch. How'd that not kill you? It's ant, uh, it's, an- it's, ant, it's ant season up here. It's starting to get to spring, man. Yeah. Great. Oh, Alright. Our first theory. Our first theory is a very simple one. And it's that the Eastall woman committed suicide. Uh, the place where she was found, the Stalin Valley, was a very popular place to commit suicide in the Middle Ages. That, as well as the sleeping pills in her stomach, which could have been her own doing, uh, all add up to suicide. However, other evidence suggests quite otherwise. Namely, I don't know many people who would light themselves on fire after ingesting 70 sleeping pills. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, um... You know, you, you mentioned that it's, like, believed that she took them herself. Like, I would have I have a hard time picturing someone being able to force feed someone so many pills. But, I mean, I guess there's, I guess there's ways, but let's not go down that. Let's not, let's not go yeah. down that road. <laughs> <laughs> we have a warning at the beginning now. It's okay. <laughs>
0: um, no, I I know what you mean. Uh, I, I thought about that, too, like, immediately. I was like, I don't. I, I have a hard time taking, like, two pills. Like, I could never do two at once. Like, I do one, and then, like, I take a minute to, like, relax. And then I do another one. And I'm like, okay, cool. I took my two pills. Now I can go live the rest of my day allergy-free. There you go. Um, But this lady was just like, I love this. <laughs> Let me eat all of them. All the pills. Um, yeah. That couldn't have tasted good either. You think she had peanut butter with them?
1: Maybe. Like a dog. Maybe, maybe she just like never mind. Never mind. <laughs> hey, we have the warning. It's okay shit. <laughs> uh,
0: if they don't like it, rewind to the beginning of the episode. Yes, just remember. Okay. Yes. I was gonna say maybe <laughs> just she just ground things.
1: them all into a powder and she just she just snorted, snorted them over them. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Nap time, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Our second theory. Our second theory is that the Eastall woman was a spy. Mm. Eight passports, multiple wigs and disguises, spoke fluent languages, took all the tags off of her belongings, and a secret code to top it all off. And the money, yeah. Yeah. What more could you want when you're asking for a spy? (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah. Not even to mention. Sorry, I hate to cut you off, but not to mention, this is at the height of the Cold War too. Right. This is like right. Cold War is peaking right here, man. But if you'd like to trust the Norwegian intelligence agency, who said that the espionage uh, played no role in this woman's death, then uh, more power to you, then, man. <laughs>
1: more more power to you, then. No, uh, she yeah, could have. Yeah, it it it's it, that's yeah. That's where it led me. That's where it all led me, because all the money from everywhere, and it's just weird behavior. And, and yeah, your point about it being at the height of the Cold War, like, it's... I don't even need to hear the last one. This is where I'm at. <laughs> That's where you're at, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's hear it anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, to, to finish up that theory, uh, she could have been sought out and killed for being a spy. Yeah. And this was just a sloppy cover-up. Um a few little pieces of evidence that i'm just thinking about that could possibly point away from it she was not very good at being a spy i guess you could say yeah uh being very obvious whenever she was places like putting i don't know how many people put chairs outside of their doors that's the one that always stuck out to me i was like why in the world are you putting a chair outside of your door (laughs) yeah like do not disturb on the little... Yeah. Boom, you're done. I don't like, like chairs, okay? No chairs for me, mister. Yeah, I don't like no my knees bending ch- like that. <laughs> no thank you, mister. <laughs> um, But yeah. And our last theory today is going to be that the Eastall woman's death was actually an accident. And the coroner's report got it right. Okay. Hmm? And the only evidence to suggest that this, that, that the woman could have been wearing a large, the only, the only evidence is that the woman could have been wearing a large amount of hairspray at the time. (laughs) And it (laughs) may have reacted to the bonfire that she had built, may have built. Yes. However, I don't. I also don't know how you accidentally swallow 50 to 70 pills or why she would need a bonfire in the middle of a hot summer's day in a d- more desert like Istalin Valley. Yeah. You know, maybe
1: maybe she was trying to reach spiritual awakening by taking all those pills and having the fire and you know, it was going to be a spirit journey and then it just an accident happened yeah (laughs) accidental suicide there it is we did it we solved the case fans
0: we solved the case shane did it right here all credit goes to him all Uh, credit goes to him You you heard it you heard it you heard it here first um i can't stop thinking of the song we didn't start the fire <laughs> we didn't start the fire i'm gonna get a copyright infringement on this song
1: <laughs> there you are um warning well yeah warning, the, warning. If yeah. they didn't like it if you said they there may be things that they don't like and if they don't like it then
0: Rewind to the beginning. Yeah. Copyright agencies. Rewind to the beginning. Remember what I said. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, back to uh, Cold Case Cheers. Uh, I'd like to end off with a quote. I'm going to pull a, a Shane right now, and I'm going to end off with a quote uh, that kind of summarizes all of these theories at once. Uh, and it's from our good friend, Carl Ass. Carl Ass. Carl Ass. Carl Ass. Funny names... A Lot of funny names in this case. We have uh yes. we have we have uh Giselle Bang mm-hmm. and also Carl Ass. <laughs> yes. Gonna beep that one out, don't worry, gonna beep that one out, friends. Yes. Uh but he is quoted as saying. No one in Belgium Police Department believes that this was a suicide. The location, the method, it was all too odd to be a suicide. Mm-hmm. What do you think happened to the Eastall woman, Shane? And do you think that she was a spy?
1: Uh, I, I do. I think that there, that there was something weird there. An agent of some sort, and she got caught. And whether or not, you know, I guess, I mean, I guess if the government said that it wasn't, then that's true, because the government never, ever, ever lies. And so... I've never thought of an example where they lied. <laughs> <laughs> I trust my government 100% yeah. of the time. Yes, yes. No, I think she was some sort of spy or some sort of agent, and got caught up, and uh, just too many weird things. And yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, yeah. it's a very cool, cool story. I know I mean, when, unfortunate uh, ending for her, but cool story yeah. for us. This um
0: this case was originally slated for season two, uh, but a different case took its spot. I can't remember exactly which one. Uh, took its spot, but I remember wanting to do this one. And then when we changed formats to the new format, I was like, Oh, I want to do this one almost right yeah. away because I want to <laughs> tell Shane about it because I know he'll get a kick out of most of it. Yeah. Um, I think she was a spy, genuinely. Yeah. I do think she was a spy. Um, I think she was a really crappy spy. She was probably like <laughs> the, she was probably like, like, there's a team, B team, she's probably like Z team,
1: right. I guess, you Jill- know, well, and like you said, you pointed out that she was very n- noticeable. So, like, she didn't blend in with the crowd very well.
0: I wonder, okay, hear me out here. I wonder if she was a decoy spy. She was like sent to be like, oh, this person's the obvious one. While the real spy is like doing all the spy work behind the scenes. While everybody's like, oh, this this idiot girl spy is over here just doing nothing. Let's kill her. They yeah. kill her. She's disposable in the long term, man. It's the height of the Cold War. We got nukes. We got <laughs> nukes, man.
1: The real spy is one just spy. like skulking in her shadow the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like. Da-dum. like in the the japanese like black costumes when they're doing like puppets and stuff it's just like them like walking through (laughs)
0: exactly all right well let's end this thing off all right let's go ahead and make sure that you rate this show five stars obviously yeah uh let's go ahead and Make sure that you heart it Follow the show mm-hmm. uh, Check out the other awesome shows On Raving Lunatic Media Not only can you re-watch Case Closed right now Or re-listen I guess Re-listen to Case Closed right now mm-hmm. I think uh, I think it's coming back somewhat soon Because this will be episode 2 So get about a month and a half yeah, um, Until that comes back uh, We also have uh, Which is going on right now Case of the Chills we have Case Closed, or I just said Case Closed. We have Sci-Fi Malady, and then we also have Zodiac Task Force. All amazing shows. Go check them out on Raven Lunatic Media. Uh, Shane, putting you on the spot, tell us something very philosophical about the world.
1: Um, you are making somebody happy just by being yourself. I'm just going to just gonna
0: pass by that one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Very philosophical. Go check us out on Discord at Raving Lunatic Media. Go check us out on Instagram at Raving Lunatic Media. Go check us out on Instagram at Zodiac Task Force. Check out everything Raving Lunatic Media. Love you all. And we'll see you next time on...
1: Cross-exam... Oh, wait.
0: <laughs> Sa- same music. Same music. <laughs> I don't know, don't know if you noticed it. Uh, uh, I kind of stole the cross-examination music and put it as the ending. <laughs> Code Case Chase. <laughs> kind of stealing that one back for myself a little oh, bit. there you go. <laughs> uh, but we'll see you next time on Code Case Chase.
1: six five seven next time